we inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to AFA at the Core. This is Rick Green. You can learn more about me at PatriotAcademy.com. That's PatriotAcademy.com. Thrilled to be here on AFA at the Core. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you to American Family Association. I was just thinking today of, of, of just the chaos in our country right now. Can you imagine how much worse it would be if there had not been an American Family Association on the front lines all these years, fighting for biblical values, fighting for the things we believe in, literally like feeling like sometimes finger in the dike holding back the evil, uh, it would have been uh, it, it would have been far, far worse, folks. So thank you for supporting AFA. Thank you for listening today. I hope that by the end of today's program, uh, you get a little bit of a wake up call with some of the negative that's out there, but also that you hear enough good that you remember that our hope is in Christ, not based on who's in the White House or on the Supreme Court or in the State House, and that it's more important what's going on in our house than even at those high levels. And so we got to make sure we're doing our part locally, that we're living out our faith, that it's not just faith without works, but we're actually living our faith. We're actually being good citizens, good biblical citizens. If, we, if, we, if we're if we going to complain about what's going on out there in the world, at the same time, we got to say, okay, well, what, what part of this is my job? What part of this is my responsibility? So I'm going to hit some of the good, the bad, the ugly today, folks. So we're going to hit some of the bad, the ugly. Just so that we're eyes wide open, we don't want to ignore those things. We got to be aware of what we're facing. You know, Proverbs tells us that, that you're a fool if you don't take precautions. But a wise man does take precautions. He foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton, the fool, walks blindly on and suffers the consequences. So we we want to walk in wisdom. We want to be aware of what's going on. We're not ever going to let it cause us to despair. You know that that great Joseph Warren speech, Doctor Joseph Warren, back in the founding era. Uh, was killed at Bunker Hill right there at the beginning of the war. But some say actually he would have been as important as George Washington had he not died so early in the in the cause. But in that famous speech he gave on on uh, the anniversary of the Boston Massacre, <clears throat> he did it in 1775. Last week I was out there and talked a little bit about it on, on the program and, and, and uh, that I was going to be going to the spot where he gave the speech. And I did that on Friday. It was, oh, man, it was just so cool to walk in the founder's footsteps. I love doing that. I love going to these historic places. Uh, but he said in that speech, he said, our country's in danger, but not to be despaired of. I love that. We're in danger, folks. There's bad things, ugly things happening in our country, but we're not to be, our country's not to be despaired of because we don't operate in despair. That's not the spirit that God gave us. He didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us power, love, sound mind. And, and I guess sound mind is the part that I'm really getting at when I say we got to hit this stuff head on, we got to be wise, we got to know what's happening. So that's why we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. We don't ignore any of it. We learn from all of it, both in history and in the headlines and what's happening right now, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the things that are happening right now in our country so that then we know how to respond and we can do Caesar well. Yeah, you, you got to do Caesar. You have to be Caesar in this country. God has gifted you. He has placed you in a nation where you're in charge. He's placed you in a nation where you're the boss, whether you like it or not. So, you know, people love to sit on the sidelines. They love to just enjoy the blessings of liberty. They, lo they love to, you know, live out their freedom. But we got to wake people up to realize 
you don't have that freedom unless you take the responsibility that comes with that freedom and you make sure you're doing your part as Caesar. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. And in America, unlike the Roman Empire at the time, Jesus said that. In America, you're Caesar. We the people, we're in charge. So all of that set up to say, let's look at some of the bad and the ugly headlines. Then let's get to some of the good and best of all. Let's get to your calls. You guys call in. You might have a comment. You might have a question. You might even have an insult. We take those as well. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. We'd love to hear from you today here at AFA at the Core. Okay, a couple of things I was uh, noticing in the headlines uh, that that you may or may not have heard of yet. I'll, I'll get to the major ones like the doxing of U.S. Supreme Court justice is unbelievable. Uh, the Senate having to, you know, uh, pass a, a bill today that hopefully the House will pass to to give marshal service protection uh, to the immediate family of the justices as well, not just the justices themselves. So, you know, all the crazy stuff you've already heard of. But a couple of things in the headlines that that aren't being reported by by uh, most of the major media for sure that I found quite interesting. Uh, first of all, there's a nonprofit watchdog group that has been digging and they have discovered that there was three get this this is a number too big for me okay i have to admit i can't even imagine this amount of money well maybe if i play around with my imagination but anyway 350 million dollars 350 million dollars in secret payments to anthony fauci dr collins and a whole bunch of others at the nih so all these people in the federal government that are supposed to be looking out for you, supposed to be, you know, that's that's the, that's the lie, by the way. You know, the federal government's going to take care of you. We're going to keep you safe. Just give us your security. Give us your, your your freedom, and we'll make sure you're healthy, and we'll make sure you're safe. That's always a lie. That's, that's always going to lead to tyranny. And if you're willing to give up your freedom and liberty for a perceived safety and security, you deserve none of it. Uh, and so anyway, bottom line is the, the, these agencies, these federal agencies that are all unconstitutional, by the way, there is nothing in the United States Constitution that authorizes an agency like the NIH or the CDC. I, I know there's some people that say that stands for the Centers for Disease C Control. I think it stands for the uh, Center for Demented Confusion, <laughs> because that's essentially what they did for the last two years was did demented things in their recommendations of what people should do uh, to supposedly not die from COVID and, uh, and and just created confusion, changing the story on a regular basis and mass confusion. Terrible agency, terrible agency. They've hired consultants now. I mentioned this last week to 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 win back the trust of the American people. Forget it. Uh, they should they should be just dismantled and and gotten rid of. They're unconstitutional. It's not not even in the Constitution. Anyway, all these unconstitutional agencies filtering billions and billions of your dollars, and then on the side, they're getting checks. They're getting payoffs from all of these third parties. Meaning, like what we're talking about here are big pharma, uh, big companies that benefit from your tax dollars being spent through these agencies and benefit from the regulation or lack of regulation based on the decisions of these people. They've been on the take all this time. We've known that. I mean, Anthony Fauci is the highest paid federal employee in the entire federal government. What? Are you kidding me? This guy that, as my friend Brad Stein likes to say, I mean, if you're going to be wrong that much and not be a weatherman, something's wrong. I mean, this guy has been wrong every step of the way, and he still gets a paycheck from you. 
from our taxpayer money. All right, I don't want to go off on this one. For, it's just so ugly. I just can't stand it. It's why the only way you're going to solve these problems or stop these problems, or I should, shouldn't even say stop, you're going to mitigate these problems because we live among humans. There's going to always be depravity this side of heaven. Uh, we are going to have corrupt people that are willing to do these things, willing to lie, willing to cheat, willing to steal, uh, willing to do whatever it takes for, for their own agenda. That's the nature of man, right? That's why our founders created a system of checks and balances. They said, Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is evil. No man can know it. So we can't put too much power in one person's hands. So all these checks and balances, when they're used, they work. And when we say checks and balances, part of that is also jurisdictions, that that this government that is way over there in Washington, D.C., way, way away from most all of us, and so big and such a behemoth, we can't hold that big government accountable. It's too big. But other branches of government within that behemoth can. They can keep each other in check and balance if they do their job. And other governments, meaning state governments, local governments, it's designed, the system is designed to you know, clamp down on, on, on corruption, to, to mitigate corruption by keeping each other in check. But when those governments fail to do their job, when a branch doesn't do its job, meaning like, for instance, if um, if Congress allows the president to do things that are outside his jurisdiction or her jurisdiction and, and they don't push back, they cede that authority. They, they're not doing their job. They're allowing these unconstitutional things to happen when the court doesn't strike down unconstitutional actions of the Congress or the president, they're giving up that ground for us. They're supposed to be there defending our ground, our uh, we the people. Uh, so, so that's what happens at the federal level between the branches. But then you come down and you have the state level and your states are supposed to hold the federal government accountable as well. And so when we see this out of control stuff, $350 million in secret payments to Fauci and Collins and others at the NIH, is Congress going to hold them accountable? I mean, do we really think Congress is going to hold them accountable? I don't think so. I, I think there'll be, you know, there'll be some hearings if the Republicans win the 2022 elections. Uh, there'll be some pounding of the table. But is Anthony Fauci going to go to jail? Is he going to is he going to have to pay back any of that money? No, not likely. Um, probably impossible, actually. I, I just don't see it happening. They're not going to, at the federal level, hold themselves accountable. It has to be done from outside the swamp. We have to push them back into their box, their constitutional authority. And that's why the Constitution is so powerful. It's right there. George Mason gave us the tool in Article 5, a convention of states for proposing amendments. It's right there at our fingertips. The states, the other level of government, must push back against the federal government. It's given to us in the Constitution. We need to use it. You know, and if the states get out of line, there's there's ways for the federal government to step in as well. That's the give and take. That's the push and pull. But you got to push. You got to pull. You got to give. You got to take. You got to work the system. The system works. But we got to work the system. All right. Enough about the NIH and all these payments and Fauci and uh, I might get a little bit too righteously angry if I stay on that topic. So let's uh, let's move away from that one. Joe Biden had a big press conference this morning talking about com combating inflation. Oh, yes. He's uh He's going to solve the inflation problem, folks. This is the same president. I like to say the man that occupies the White House. We now know from the 2000 Mules movie, Dinesh D'Souza. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Dinesh D'Souza. I, I love this man. 
Uh, the first time I heard Dinesh D'Souza speak, he was 26 years old. I was 19. I was at a student conservative conference in D.C. Young America's Foundation put on. He had just written his first book called Illiberal Education. It was about uh, how bad racial quotas are and how that how that actually creates um, more tint and more uh, uh, division and 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 all these things. Anyway, it's a great book. That's when he was 26. Now he's made all these movies over the last few years, exposing corruption, uh, all the different things that he's that he's done. It's been incredible. Well, this one, 2000 Mules, which I've only got to uh, read the articles about it. Haven't seen the movie yet, but uh, apparently he exposes all of all of this ballot harvesting and cheating and people that are, um, you know, doing exactly what we said was happening in November 2020, exactly what we warned was going to happen before November 2020. So none of that was a surprise. Right. I mean, we saw governors and secretaries of state and and state supreme courts violate the constitution by changing election law without the legislature involved it's absolutely unconstitutional no question about it and so all, all of this uh happens and and you know we go through all of the chaos that happened after the november 2020 election and everybody just you, you can't even say that you think some cheating happened or you get cut off social media no robust debate no opportunity to expose these things but thankfully dinesh d'souza has done so uh, with this movie. So all of that to say that I typically just say the man occupying the White House. I have a hard time calling him president. He has been sworn in as president. I guess I have to. But bottom line is he's supposedly going to combat inflation that he created. Now, of course, in his press conference, he blames it all on Russia. And the funny part, he's actually blaming inflation on on a, on, on this mythical uh, meat monopoly that there's not enough competition for hamburger meat, folks. That's why inflation is out of control. That's why uh, everybody's, you know, filling the pain at the pump, at the grocery store and everything else. It's those dead gum meat monopoly people. What a this guy has no clue how the economy works. And so his solution to even that one is for the government to get in the business of propping up winners and losers. Once again, choosing winners or losers. Government friction in the market, as Uncle Milt, Milton Friedman would say, causes more problems. It doesn't solve the problem. It creates more problems. Everything about Biden's plan is a disaster. And frankly, a lot about the Republican plan is a disaster as well. I bring that up before we go to break because, well, that's why the solutions are not going to come from the swamp. Republican or Democrat, not going to solve the problem in Washington, D.C., folks. We've got to do it at the state level. We've got to do a convention of states and overrule the federal government and put them back in their box. That's the only way we're going to solve those problems. All right, looking forward to taking your calls when we come back from the break. 888-589-8840 is the number. 888-589-8840. I'm Rick Green, and you're listening to AFA at the Core. For the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens toward the goal, and it will not fail. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. A leaked draft opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito revealed that a majority of Supreme Court justices have preliminarily voted to overturn Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey. The final decision on the matter has not been announced yet. However, should the draft opinion become the final decision, after a near 50-year battle, the era of Roe would be over. Authority over the care and treatment of the most vulnerable among us, unborn babies, would be decided at the state level, the way it should have remained all along. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner, 
or visit the podcast page at AFR.net for more from Abraham Hamilton III, Public Policy Analyst for the American Family Association. This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. You are so stubborn, you'd argue with a fence post. We get a good laugh out of this saying, but the root of the issue here is not stubbornness. It's a divisive heart. Have you ever seen a person who argues just for the sake of arguing? This is all too common practice in today's hyper-oppositional online climate. Galatians 5, 19-21 details a list of heart patterns that pull us away from the kingdom of heaven. Division and dissension are on that list, and if your girl holds a tension-filled argumentative heart, take her two verses beyond to the fruits of the Spirit. Pray with her for the Holy Spirit to replace wrath with kindness, goodness, and gentleness. Then celebrate over time as the Lord's faithful work shows in her life. We are all called to raise up the next generation of Christian leaders. Learn more about empowering girls at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Director of the AFA Foundation, Riley Wildman. I've traveled a lot. I've met with people from all over the country. Riley has served as the director of the AFA Foundation for over a decade. The most rewarding thing about my job is that we get to build relationships through our donors and our supporters and get to have that personal relationship with them. Contact the AFA Foundation today to learn how you can shore up permanent income for your retirement years while supporting the culture-transforming work of the American Family Association. A charitable gift annuity benefits you and helps ensure the AFA will impact America for generations to come. Call 800-326-4543, extension 345. That's 800-326-4543, extension 345. The AFA Foundation, the Financial Stewardship Division of the American Family Association. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to AFA at the Core. Rick Green with you today. The phone number to call in is 888-589-8840-888-589-8840. We were talking before the break about the man occupying the White House's press conference this morning. He's going to He's going to combat inflation, folks. Here we go. Jimmy Carter 2.0, perhaps even worse than Jimmy Carter. I think actually, yes, worse than than Jimmy Carter. And, uh, of course, he wants to blame Russia. He wants to blame, uh, you know, the supply chains, all of these things that that wouldn't have happened had he not been occupying the White House, I believe. I I think we could have averted the Ukraine-Russia thing if um, Donald Trump had still been president. But we certainly could have averted the ridiculous inflation uh, if we had not followed these crazy policy. So just a quick lesson in economics here. If you dump $10 trillion on the market, in other words, you increase the money supply by that much and put all of that money in the hands of people to then go spend, then there's a whole lot more money and spending than there is supply of the products that people want to want to buy. And if you complicate that by not only dumping $10 trillion on the market, literally giving away free money to virtually every American, to then go spend more money. And at the same time, you tell people to stay home and not work, which means now the supply is going to be even less. So so you got more money to buy more things and less supply because nobody wants to go to work or is willing to go to work. Or why would they? They're getting paid to stay home. Uh, folks, that's, that's the easiest curve 
to show how inflation works ever given to mankind. I mean, this will be in the economics textbooks forever if the truth is ever allowed to be taught in schools anymore. Um, this is how you end up with everything going up in pricing. And then when you say, for instance, with your you know staples and your and your main goods, for instance, energy, everybody's got to have gasoline in the car, or at least a you know if you even if you drive an electric car, you got to be able to charge that uh, those batteries. Uh, you know whatever the the supply source is for you on the on that front. If you are not allowing drilling, if you're stopping pipelines, if you're not allowing drilling, you're then even more so restricting supply. So while demand's going up, hey, we got an extra fifteen hundred dollars because uh, the government gave it to us. Let's go on a vacation to 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 go see the Grand Canyon. Well, now we got to drive to go see the Grand Canyon. So more people are using that that's that item, but there's less of it to get because of bad policies from the government, folks. Inflation is a government created phenomenon. Bad policies cause inflation. It is not because Russia invaded Ukraine. Now, yes, would that add to problems? Of course, it's nothing compared to the bad policies out of the White House. And if it was, then why is it that inflation and increase in energy prices and all of these things started in February of 2021, just one month into the presidency? Then they went up in March and again in April and again in May every single month. It's gone up, up, up. And Russia didn't invade Ukraine till what, February of 2022. So a year later and you're going to go back in time and blame inflation uh, it's just, uh, you know, folks don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. We're not, we're not this stupid. I know, I know this man thinks we're this stupid or the people writing his press releases think that we're, we're not, we're not, we see through it. That's why the guy's polling at like 30%, 33%, I think it is. Uh, and the Democrats know this. So that's why they are desperate to, to blame Republicans for anything and everything that they can, uh, in order to, to try to mitigate the damage for the November elections. They see the disaster that's coming for the Democrat party in November. And it's bad. And that's part of, you know, they're, they're going to try to use the whole overturning of Roe v. Wade to gin up their base to, 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 to motivate people to get out. I think that's why the leak happened. They're, they're hoping to, uh, you know, not only to, to, to try to intimidate the court like these uh, folks are doing that are doxing United States Supreme Court justices. Can you believe this? They're, they're, sh they're, they're protesting, yelling and screaming and hateful stuff and, and, and trying to intimidate Supreme Court justices clearly against the law. I mean, everybody sees the statutes and all the you know the press releases and everything else. What they're doing is against the law, um, and 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 yet and yet somehow some way the White House supports it <laughs> and says that they support this happening. I, I it's 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 crazy, but it they really think that somehow it's going to help them in the election. I think at the heart of this, I could be totally wrong. I think though. That the more they push the pro-death agenda, the more they push the, these these abortion, not just abortion at any time that baby is in the womb, but they're, the Democrats are now pushing for abortion up to 28 days after the baby is born. I mean, this is a Moloch, Baal, you know, worship of, of Satan, evil stuff that these people are, are, are pushing. Um, I think the more they do that, the worse they're going to do in 2022. I, I, I think this whole shifting the focus like Chuck Schumer and the Democrats are trying to do to the Roe v. Wade thing and the Supreme Court potentially, as we said last week, it hadn't happened yet. Final decision needs to come out. Uh, they've changed their minds in the past. We're praying that doesn't happen here. We're pretty, pretty sure that's not going to happen. But let's assume Roe v. Wade is overturned. The more they make that an issue, I think it's worked for them in the past, but I don't think it's going to work for them this time. America is becoming more pro-life. Believe it or not, 
I mean, even as we've become more secular, even as we've become, you know, less godly and pushed God out of the equation for some reason, and and I think there's things you can you can look to. I think uh, honestly, the uh, the science has helped. I mean, the, the the 4D images, being able to see that little baby in the womb moving around, and and being able to 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 save babies at these early early stages of of pregnancy, and just all of the things that have happened, and and these kids, you know, of, of the last you know, generation and a half, they've, they've watched that. And I've watched the numbers and the polling on the, on the young people and they just get more and more pro-life. And so I think this is a disaster for the Democrats. It's going to be a victory for life and it's going to be a victory for those who are pro-life. Um, so I, I, I'm actually excited about that part. I am embarrassed for my country right now as I watch these people, uh, try to manipulate the process and intimidate the court uh, try to change this decision. That's what they're. That's what they're hoping for. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think you've got five justices that on this issue they're going to hold. They're going to stay strong. Now, will Sam Alito's draft opinion that was leaked to the public last week will that be the final opinion? We don't know. But if it is, if it does become the the opinion that's finally voted on, and they, and they may, they're actually talking about going ahead and releasing it. You might remember last week, if you were listening last week, I said they should do that. That that that, that that's one of the things that would help uh, reduce and uh, you know at least the attempt to intimidate. It's not going to reduce the rioting because I think the left these are Marxist folks. These are cultural Marxists. They are they're communists. I, I mean, I know that people used to say, if you call somebody a communist, everybody's oh you're exaggerating hyperbole. These people are dyed in the wool cultural Marxist. That's a communist. They've admitted it. They say they are. Uh, it, it, there's, there's no doubt about it. So rioting in the streets, that's that's just right out of their textbook. I mean, that's what Marxists do. And 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 the Biden administration is going to support that because, you know, look, if the Biden administration is going to implement Marxist policies, which anytime you're controlling the economy, trying to let, you know, regulators and government people make the decisions for everybody. That's all Marxist, Marxism. That's all communism. That's that's government control versus individuals and free market. That's the big debate right there. And this administration clearly um, has every, virtually every policy they've implemented supports a, a communist agenda, not a free market uh, constitutional republic agenda. And so if they're going to if they're going to implement Marxist policies, of course, they're going to support Marxist tactics. Why would they condemn the very tactics that allow them to implement the policy. <laughs> so I, I'm not shocked uh, that, that that the White House refuses to condemn things like that. The, don't forget, this is a vice president in Kamala Harris that actually gave money to support and bail out people that were burning cities in America. I mean, that's what these people are all about. So no surprises there. We're not going to change them and what they're after. What we can do is work on ourselves. What we can do is work on our communities, our families, our churches, our local environment. You're not going to change the swamp in Washington, D.C., but you can work on this locally. And then ultimately, as I was saying earlier, the states uh, is is they're the ones that, that, that can have that check and balance on the federal government so they can actually overturn the swamp and, and drain the swamp. But it all comes back to us. We got to do our job. So when you watch these press conferences, inflation, all this kind of stuff, study to show yourself approved. Biblically speaking, we are supposed to be students. We are supposed to learn. We are supposed to pay attention. Um, I, I think for too long, we've encouraged Christians to not pay attention to that kind of stuff. That's worldly stuff. Only pay attention to what is quote unquote spiritual. We've ignored the fact that those areas, politics, education, the arts, all of these things, business, that's part of our religion. There's nothing the Bible doesn't touch. There's nothing in our life that God doesn't speak to. There's no action, thought, decision, discussion 
none of that that you will ever have that the Bible doesn't address and speak to and, and, and that should not reflect a biblical worldview and a Christian perspective. And so same applies to discussions about inflation and the economy and the president's role and the Supreme Court's role in the Constitution. And I'm just telling you, folks, this decision, this this draft opinion by Sam Alito, it restores so much of our biblically designed Constitution and our constitutional republic. It is remarkable. If it happens and it goes through, it's not just going to be pro-life. It's pro-constitution. It's pro-freedom. It's pro-states. It's it's just, it's a beautiful thing. All right. So I'm super excited about it. Okay. Let's get to your calls. There's more headlines I'll try to get to in a minute, but uh, phone number is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. First call is going to be Renee in Kansas. Howdy, Renee. How you doing today? And what's your question or comment? Uh, my question is, about uh, defending my First Amendment right um, in regards to my um, singing uh, religious and patriotic songs on my porch at my residence in my neighborhood. I've lived for 22 years. The neighbors seem to like it, and uh, I've been screamed at, and now I'm being recorded, and had a former police officer come up and say he wanted to talk to me about singing um, such things again. Uh, okay, Renee, I couldn't understand every, everything. Uh, phone cut out just a little bit there, but I think what I heard you say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think you said you're you're playing patriotic music and, 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 and flying your flag and doing these things, and your neighbors are now complaining about that and, and want to stop you from being able to do that. Am I understanding that right? You're right, and I've been, I've been feeling criticized, bullied, and then last month when I saw the lady next door while I was singing Amazing Grace, um, come out and lay her phone on a part of her porch and I saw it and she went in quickly and I realized I was record being recorded now. And her partner works for a law firm, a very aggressive law firm downtown. And it just sent fear through me. And I just decided I, I didn't know much more than I have the right to voice my opinion in any way I want. And I thought it would carry to singing. And I didn't think anybody should have any problem with singing and Star Spangled Banner and God Bless America and things that I find very enjoyable. And um, sometime I had a little light keyboard with it, and I play it during the daytime hours. And uh, I had a, a former police officer that's catty corner from me that I've had a little run-ins, and he's been very critical towards me about other things, kind of hassling me on things for the last 10 years. And he came up then on my sidewalk after I finished singing and said, I'd like to talk to you, Renee. And I just told him, no, I don't talk to you. You don't know how to talk. And well, so so Renee, here's my question. Uh, I mean, first of all, everybody ought to have the right to 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 fly their flags and and sing songs in their yard or on their porch or whatever it might be. Um, you know, I don't know if they're claiming that that you're you know like playing it super loud and it's a nuisance to the neighbors or whatever. I mean, there is a there is I forget that Bible verse about uh, you know not being uh, basically uh, obnoxious to 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 our friends or whoever or waking them up in the morning or whatever it might be it doesn't sound like that's what you're doing at all so i just want to throw that out there if that's the case they're making then then maybe just you know look for ways to make sure you're not doing that but man i am all for people boldly proclaiming um you know their patriotism boldly proclaiming the gospel and if the neighbors don't like it you know go go, go move to north korea or somewhere where you can silence people and not let them have their opinion but don't don't stop Renee from being able to, to, 
to sing a patriotic song or sing Amazing Grace, um, absolutely exercise your First Amendment right in, in doing that. And, you know, if, if they come after your brother, there's all kinds of uh, good, you know, strong um, uh, attorneys and, and think tanks out there that I think would, would take up a First Amendment case like that. Um, I mean, there's there's what we call bad facts. So we, we ha- you, you got to be careful and make sure you're being smart about the way you you do this. But, um, you know, there's lots of great groups out there. Liberty Council, Matt Staver, uh, my buddy Kelly Shackelford over at First Liberty, um, Alliance Defending Freedom, Brad Dacus at Pacific Justice. I mean, there's a lot of great groups, um, you know, and, and you're there in Kansas. So, you know, pretty much it, uh, all of those groups uh, do cases in those states. So, hey, man, I say uh, I say sing it, sing it loud. Um Try not to be a nuisance, but uh, at the same time, hey, that's your yard. And, um, you know, if you're not waking them up at two in the morning with uh, with the, uh, um, you know, uh, Ted Nugent version of the national anthem, you know, <laughs> where he's jamming out on his electric guitar. Uh, if you're not doing that at two in the morning, uh, then, I, you know, I think you're probably uh, probably OK. So I would encourage it. All right. Let's head over to Texas Rose in Texas. The Yellow Rose of Texas is calling in. Uh, Rose in Texas. Where are you calling from in Texas, Rose? I'm calling from Houston. All right. Well, what's your question or comment? I should have two comments. One is for the abortionists. Uh, they claim that they want the abortion because they want control over their bodies. What better control than to just say no? To say no and wait till they have protection, till they're in a committed relationship. What more control over their bodies than that? Instead, they go for the nuclear option. Let's just have an abortion. Two, the fact that it's being backed by Satanists should give everybody a pause because this is horrible. The Satanists say, hey, we're all for abortion. So everybody that's for abortion should really step back and look at the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Rose, you you raise an important subject, and that is, you know, often if you're, I was actually asked on a on a TV program uh, interview this morning um, with David Brody over his, he's got a show called The Water Cooler on uh, Real America's Voice, and and um, you know, we were talking about righteous anger and 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 whether or not you have the right to be angry, right? Is it is it uh, something that you should be righteous about? And that's how they act. But is it righteous to take a baby's life? And when you look at the people that are on your side, that'll tell you a lot about your position. And 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 Rose is not exaggerating. I've been in the rallies where they're, they're the pro-abortionists are chanting, you know, uh, hail Satan, and 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 we pro-life people are standing there with tape on our mouth or being silent and just praying. You can just tell a difference. There's a completely different spirit, and we know that because they are quite literally you know, supporting and, and, and going for an agenda that is a satanic agenda. It's taking the life of innocent children. Uh, so anyway, I think it's a great point, Rose. Thanks for bringing it up. I got to take a quick break. Folks, if you want to call in, the number is 888-589-8840. I'm Rick Green. You're listening to AFA at the Core. When you hear this... This is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. Too busy to catch your favorite shows on the radio? Have no fear. 
because the AFR app is here. Download the app to have access to live broadcast, music streaming, as well as each podcast. Whether you're at work, at home, or on the go, it's easy to listen to AFR. The AFR app is available not only for Apple and Android users, but also on Amazon Alexa and Roku. Download the AFR app today at AFR.net. We live in a day when America's families are under attack like never before. Buddy Smith, Senior Vice President of the American Family Association. The war against biblical principles rages on numerous fronts. The Internet, Hollywood, Washington, D.C., America's corporate boardrooms, and the list goes on. At American Family Association, we're committed to standing against the enemies of God, the enemies of your family. And we recognize it's an impossible task without God's favor and your partnership. Thank you for being faithful to pray for this ministry, to give financially, and to respond to our calls for activism. What you do on the home front is crucial to what we do on the battlefront. We praise God for your faithfulness. And may He give us many victories in the battles ahead as we work together to restore our nation's biblical foundations. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. And you can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings, very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-45-BIBLE. That's 833-45-BIBLE. 833-45-BIBLE. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to AFA at the Core. I'm Rick Green. Thank you for joining us today. You can call in at 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. Those of you that might be listening for the first time uh, that I've hosted the program, if you'd like to know more, you can visit my website, patriotacademy.com. That's our nonprofit organization that uh, trains up young people, teaches them biblical worldview, leadership skills. We take over state capitals across the country for a few days, and they live the life of a legislator. We also do that for military veterans, the first week of August in Texas. And uh, we also do something called constitutional defense, which is a handgun defense training during the day, constitution training by night, and just great fellowship with uh, other fellow believers from across the country. Just saying, hey, I'm going to be that wise person in Proverbs 27, 12. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to make sure I'm ready to defend my family and not in a position where I was the fool and walked blindly on instead of taking precautions. So make sure that you as well. Uh, I will give a short commercial. We're going to do one of those classes in Raton, New Mexico. I've never done one here, but it's beautiful. I went out there and checked out this facility. I was blown away. It's a 30,000-acre place. Talk about the deer and antelope roaming. They're all over the place, but it's the NRA's Whittington Center, and uh, we're going to take a bunch of folks out there and do one of our 
our courses, and we'd love for you to join us. May 22nd is a lot, a lot of time, and I think I only have like 10 slots left. PatriotAcademy.com if you'd like to like to join us. We'd love to see you there. Anyway, that's one of the many programs we do, and uh, most of our stuff we give away for free. That class we can't give away for free, but all our Constitution classes, biblical citizenship classes, we're teaming up with Kirk Cameron uh, this next week, kicking off his campfire revival and training people to do that in their homes. It's just a lot of good stuff happening, folks. So be encouraged and know you are not alone. The principles of liberty still work. Biblical principles work every time they're tried, and there's something you can do to restore liberty in this country. There's so much you can do, and that's why it's important for you to listen to American Family Association. It's important for you to listen. I'm sorry, American Family Radio. It's important for you to support American Family Association. It's important for you to take action on the things that we talk about during the program. You know, go go get involved in a school board race. Go, go maybe run for school board or city council or whatever it might be. But take action. Host a biblical citizenship class in your home or at your church. We have 12,500 coaches out there all over the country doing that kind of stuff. You can be one of them. So be encouraged today and know that the system works if we work it, as we were saying in the first segment today. Let's get back to the phones. Uh, let's see. Let me give out the number first, and then we will go to Lonnie in Louisiana. 888-589-8840 is the number. 888-589-8840. Lonnie in Louisiana. How you doing, Lonnie? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing? Excellent, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. I just uh I just wanted to touch on a few points. Uh first of all, uh, you know, this abortion is uh it's all about people wanting their sin but not wanting the consequences of it. Mm. And uh also, yep. you know, everybody's worried about the cost of gas but they're not worried about the cost of sin for the wages of sin is death. Mm. And so, uh, <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh, I had a mama cat with some kittens under my front step, uh, the, during the last couple of weeks. And, uh, my dogs have been barking at her and stuff. So I decided last night to put a cage out to catch the mama cat and hopefully collect the kittens. And so that's what happened. And so this morning I reunited the kittens with the the cat, and uh, and so I was thinking about how animals will defend their young to the death, mm. you know. And so I was thinking also, uh, I'd like to know how many of these uh, celebrities and movie stars and uh, per people of uh, uh, you know uh, fame, uh, how how many of these people support you know to save the whales or the the baby seals. Uh, you know, I'd like to know how many of these people try to try to save all these animals, but they, they still support the right uh, to have an abortion. Mm. Uh, that's a great point, Lonnie. I mean, uh, you know, look, we have laws protecting, um, you know, baby bald eagles and, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, all kinds of animals. Right. Uh, and not human beings in, in, in that in that way. Um, so I think you make a great point. And I love how the laws of nature and nature's God, how God reveals himself to us in nature and even your example with the kittens. I mean, I, I think God uses those kind of things to move our hearts and to, and to show us and to teach us. And we learn lessons, uh, in nature and, and the way that mama bear protects those cubs. Uh, you know, those are, those are all things that, uh, I think we should take to heart. I think great call, Lonnie. Appreciate you calling in, man. We're going to move over to Ohio and it is Hannah in Ohio calling in. Hannah, how you doing? Comment or question today? Good. How are you? I'm great. Better than I, I deserve for sure. Um, the abortion, you know, the same group that is pushing for it to not be overturned and saying, my body, my choice, 
is the same group that was pushing for accountability from everyone just, what, two years ago? <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm yep. a big person for accountability. But it's like the hypocrisy is just astounds me because it's like, okay, I am pro-choice in the sense of you have the choice to lay down and have sex, but what you don't have the choice is to determine if you get pregnant or not. That is God's choice. You can smoke a pack of cigarettes every day for the rest of your life, but you don't get to pick if you get cancer or not. Like, that's all from him. So, like, I just, the hypocrisy is hilarious. And the same group of people screaming, my body, my choice, is also the same group of people that were pushing for the vaccine mandate. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, yep, my body, my choice, unless we're going to jab you with this, you know, um, not so well-tested, is clearly not very effective uh, shot. Now it's not your choice. It's our our choice. We get to tell you what you're going to put into your body. You're so spot on. And also, same people that now are screaming for protecting women and women's rights couldn't define a woman just a few weeks ago. I don't. I. I. And I, I shouldn't be surprised, right? I mean, I, I mean, I think I've used the word hypocrisy so many times in the last two years. It just doesn't carry any weight anymore. They. They do it constantly. I. I mean, we just. I I think we have to realize they don't care. I mean, even watching the president's press conference this morning and just I'm sorry, but does anybody believe anything coming out of this guy's mouth anymore? I mean, the things he was saying that were outright lies and his projection onto Republicans and others. And and I'm not a fan of, you know, the Republicans in Washington, D.C. I've already said it. You're not going to Republicans or Democrats, either one. They're not going to produce the plan in Washington to solve the problems we have. It's got to come from outside of Washington. The states have to do it. But to listen to this man lie through his teeth and say of the other folks that they're doing exactly what he's doing, it's just it's been constant. It's it's called projection. You say the other side's doing whatever it is that you're actually doing, and and then you have cover, and, and people have fallen for it for the last two years. So, Hannah, you're right on the money, uh, and I, I, I don't know what to say about it. I get so frustrated about it, and I shouldn't. I should just say, Lord... That's uh, that's what they do. We've seen this from the beginning. Uh, we, we we saw it in in biblical times as well, and uh, it's just the nature of man, I guess. But uh, boy, we need to call it out, just as uh, as Hannah was just doing. All right, we'll go to Don in Virginia, and if you'd like to join us, folks, call in to eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Don, go ahead, man. Uh, very short, sweet, and to the point. If it's your body, your choice. Why do women so willingly tolerate laws against prostitution for all these years? Secondly, in most states that I'm aware of, sodomy is against the law. Then how do we say that marriage between two men is acceptable? And my third and final comment, if a pregnant woman is involved in an automobile accident and loses the fetus, is the person who's involved in the automobile accident with her guilty of a crime? I'm All through. good questions, Don. All good questions. And and I think that's part of what Alito really points out in the leaked Supreme Court opinion is that the history on this subject is the opposite of what the judges said in Roe v. Wade. They, they basically lied to the American people and said that this was something that uh, there was a tradition of in, uh, you know, in, in, in America, and therefore they could find the supposed right to abortion in the Constitution. Um, all, none of that was true. What he pointed out was exactly what you just pointed out, 
which is the common law and most most state laws and, and, and even, you know, going back before America even existed was that if if you if you caused the death of that that baby in the womb, that that, too, uh, was uh, at least at least it, it, it may not be considered murder, depending on how, what your actions were, but it was at least considered manslaughter. So if you had a car accident, you didn't do it on purpose, but it was still manslaughter. You still took two lives if, you, if the mom and the baby died or if the baby died, you took a life. Uh, and that was a reflection of a respect for personhood and a respect for the fact that that baby is a life. And that was reflected throughout the law. Um, and that's one of the points that uh, Alito actually spends quite a bit of time on in this uh, this you know ninety plus page uh, opinion the 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 draft opinion that that went out and we still don't know of course what the final opinion is going to be we shall see everybody be praying for that and uh, that's the thing to do right now is to pray for the protection of these justices as we saw the Senate um, added uh, marshal uh, protection service to the immediate family members of the Supreme Court justices they had to move Alito from his house and his family and put them in some secret location that's how bad the threats are. At this point. So, you know, people that are willing to kill babies in the womb, um, you know, that that is, uh, you know, that tells you that they're obviously going to be willing to try to intimidate Supreme Court justices. And and I shouldn't say that so flippantly. Listen, folks, I, I, I realize that actually every single one of us are part of the abortion culture. Right. We've allowed that to happen on our watch. We've, uh, you know, many in the church, I don't, we can't hide from these statistics, participated in abortion in one way, shape or form, men and women, whether you allowed it to happen, supported it, had it happen, whatever. There is forgiveness. There is healing. Uh, one of the worst things we can do is when we make a mistake and we commit a sin, we turn around and encourage others to do the same so that we'll feel better about the mistake we made. Instead of that, Let's fall on our knees, ask God for forgiveness. He is so quick to do so, immediate, and there is healing in that, and then become a champion for trying to save people from that same pain that we experienced. Does that make sense? So whether you're dealing with uh, whatever it is, drugs, alcohol, pornography, abortion, whatever that thing is, if that's happened in your life and, and, and to cover up the pain and to medicate the pain, you're supporting other people doing the same thing so that you don't feel as bad about it happening. We, that's our human nature, right? We've all done that either on a small level or a big level. Lord, help us to turn from that and instead say, oh, my goodness, let me help you. Say, let me save you from the pain that I went through. Let me save you from making the same mistake I did. And maybe part of how you save other people from, from participating in that same mistake is you support the law preventing them from making that that mistake. I, I hope that makes sense, and, and I hope you hear my heart as, as I say that, folks, because there's no condemnation in Christ. Uh, I, I think forgiveness is immediate, and, and, and we need to recognize that. But my goodness, that certainly we cannot let our past mistakes as human beings allow us to support policies and to support things in our culture that would allow more people to make those mistakes. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Jack in Virginia. Jack, how you doing? Your question or hey, comment, sir. Yeah, hey, Rick, I was wondering if the uh, President of the United States could put forth an executive order that gives citizenship to all of the illegal aliens who have been entered into the country. Great question. Um, I would say absolutely not. I mean, he could he could do it. Would it be constitutional? Would the court strike it down? Would Congress stand up and say no? Um, you know, what would be the pushback on it? Right. If he if this president absolutely is willing to do unconstitutional executive orders. So there's one that you just mentioned that I think he, he might be willing to, to, to try to do. 
um, and it would violate federal law. I mean, Congress has never passed a law that would allow him to do that or gives him the power to do that. And and just to be clear, folks, executive orders can be constitutional and they can be unconstitutional. An executive order is just executing the law. It's, it's actually the phrase actually comes out of the Constitution uh, that he'll faithfully execute the laws. Um, so if he's actually implementing a law passed by Congress, then it's then it's a constitutional executive order. In this case, to just give uh, not just amnesty, but even citizenship uh, to millions of illegal aliens that came across illegally um, would would be definitely would be unconstitutional, definitely would not be a constitutional executive order. But, man, we've had a lot of unconstitutional executive orders that have not been struck down. So so I'm kind of. You know, I'm kind of dancing on your question a little bit to basically say it shouldn't be done. It would definitely be unconstitutional, but could it be done? And and do we have a federal government that would stand by and let it happen? Yeah, probably so. I I, I think we do. I think even the Supreme Court might be willing uh, to let that happen, unless the you know the five that are doing this uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade stick with their constitutional interpretation of the proper roles of the federal government. They might strike it down. I would hope so. Uh, but this is why, folks, I keep saying the states, the states, the states, that's where we have to win. Um, you know, you need people like Carrie Lake over in Arizona. If she wins the governorship there in uh, in Arizona, she's she's going to seal that border at the, at the Arizona uh, level and she's going to prevent people from coming across illegally. Um, Greg Abbott keeps saying he goes, he's going to do it here in, in Texas, in my home state. He just won't do it. He talks a good game. I wish he would actually do what he says he's going to do. Um, um, if he would do it, if, if the states would band together, they absolutely have the constitutional authority to do this. Uh, the Constitution initially gives that protection of the border and immigration and all of that to the federal government. Article 4, Section 4 specifically says it's the job of the federal government to repel an invasion like this and to stop this stuff from happening. But Article 1, Section 10 says that the states can do it if the Fed's not doing their job and it's an immediate danger situation they absolutely can do it. And that's what's going to have to happen. That's kind of been my theme all day is that we're not going to find solutions at the federal level. I mean, we need to mitigate. We need to do our best at the federal level. But states are the ones that have to step up. My buddy Mark Meckler has a Mark Meckler has a great article uh, on in the Epic Times today on exactly that uh, concept. Returning more power to states is the right path for America. He's exactly right. Hope you'll check out that article. I really appreciate you listening today, folks. I'm Rick Green. You've been listening to AFA at the Core. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.